A lot of artists and writers say that when they go to create in some way, it can often feel like the information is coming from somewhere else. I know for myself, when I go to the page or sit at a computer and I'm doing work, whether it be for a client or myself in the writing space, it can sometimes almost feel like the information is channeled from somewhere else. I know that sounds really weird, but today I was really keen to explore that topic of creativity and spirituality. Are they linked? What role does spirituality play, if any, when it comes to storytelling and being creative? Hold tight because we're going to find out. Keep listening. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Right Remark Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Barrington, and I am so excited to bring this episode to you today. I'm about to introduce you to very, very shortly to someone who is extremely special to me and someone who... I've almost known now for, I would say, about 15 years or so. So Gail Warwick, who I'm going to be chatting to very shortly, is a spiritual healer. She is an inspirational speaker, a retreat facilitator, a medical intuitive, and she's also an author who's about to release her very first book, which is titled A Healing Journey, Rediscover the Magic Within. Now, when people, I speak about Gail a lot. I've referred many, many people to Gail. And when I talk about what Gail does, the only way I could really describe Gail's gift as a psychic medium and a spiritual healer is it's almost like she can connect in with your soul and speak back to you exactly the most inner, deepest thoughts and feelings that you might be having. And it wouldn't matter whether you've told anyone about them or not, she can connect in with that and she speaks it back to you. It is the most bizarre experience, but incredibly, incredibly special and something that I certainly have benefited from many, many times over the last 15 years or so. Before I introduce Gail, I just wanted to give a little bit of a plug because as you guys know, this is my brand new podcast. So if you love this episode and you're enjoying my podcast, please don't forget to like it, rate it and review it on your podcast app. And if you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please feel free to share the love. Gail, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and talk to me as one of my very, well, my very first guest actually on the Right Remark podcast. Oh, thank you, Vanessa, for inviting me. I'm so excited for this for you today, as well as it is for myself. So thank you very much. My pleasure, Gail. Gail, you've got such an incredible gift and I've been coming to see you now for healings. I reckon it's probably been about 15 years or so. And I'd love to share with those that are tuning in today a little bit about your gift. Could you share a bit about the work that you do? Vanessa, I'm a spiritual healer, which also means I have a mediumship ability, which also includes psychic mediumship. And people come to me from all walks of life. And it's not just when they've got problems, it also can be when people just would like to treat themselves, to remind themselves to stay on track with their journey. And my guides bring forward information about their life, past, present and future, professional, personal and private. And we look at what we need to do to shift creation or vibrationally create a new element for them to be able to move forward and enjoy what their journey needs to be about. 
Yeah, that's amazing, Gail. And you're spot on as well. I've always found when I come to see you. One of the things I was really keen to explore with you today was around that topic of spirituality and creativity. As a writer myself, sometimes I find I'll be sitting down, I'll sit down, I'll go to write, or I might be working on some editing for a client or something like that. And it can almost feel like the information is coming from somewhere else. Like it just comes in automatically. And I wanted to share, I wanted to, I guess, ask you a little bit about that given your line of work. Is that something that you see people experience that work in the creative space? Yes, I guess most people in the highest percentage do that are very creative people. And it allows you to channel what they call as a channeling it forward. So it comes in from the higher form to the human self. And it's one line. And the guides impress or give information through to the higher form. And the higher self gives you the information then consciously as a human. That's why a lot of the times when people channel, they don't often remember what it is that they've spoken about or what they've just recently done. They will pick little moments of it. But it's like a it's a zone and it's very individual for each person and it's very cleverly aligned and it goes through the core of the being and through your spiritual and sacred heart into the understanding of where you pick up your knowledge through a translation energy or response and that's where it's incredible that intellect that comes forward and comes through and I use it every day within my workplace environment my psychic mediumship ability works that way as well and people often think psychic mediumship is speaking to past over loved ones I'd say it's a part of it but psychic mediumship is also talking and speaking with a person's soul or or cellular self or higher self and also other people's guides that they will have or may have around them so I like to say that it's always about speaking with the life and the living whether it be in spirit or whether it be in human functionality so the word is channel and absolutely you do it as well Vanessa with your work you capture the very essence of the meaning of life through that particular channel and it's very it flows with a really nice frequency but it is a high frequency and that's often why we don't recall or don't remember and when people often pause they can feel that they've lost the thread then only to regain that thread of knowledge and information but we never really lose it it's just almost like a little interval so we like to make sure that it continually flows and you know when you're in that zone compared to you when you're outside of that zone in maybe your personal private sphere as well, you can clearly notice the difference. Yeah, it's so bizarre, isn't it? And is that what, when you talk about being in that zone and then outside of that zone, is that kind of, you know, sometimes you might hear the term rider's block or you, you know, I've certainly felt this at times where you go to sit down and, and write something and you think, well, what am I going to write about? Or you, you feel like you've lost that idea. Is that what you're talking about there when you say you've lost, like when you might lose that thread? The thread, it's almost like we feel it's an elevation point, Vanessa. So then sometimes as a human, we believe we can sit between that thread between at one elevation where we channel the knowledge and information from to what we expect we then need to be when we come into that human functionality consciously. But we all need to realise we need to stay one within ourselves within that connection and when we harness that that's what we call the mastery of the self and when you master that it functions then in every aspect of your world and your life professionally personally and privately there is no then minor intervals or minor pauses it just means it works with you in every aspect of your life down to the minor the in-between and more the extreme decisions and choices that we need to make that being in the zone right 
That's right. And the zone is a vibration that's unique to each one individually and it runs up by our own identity and it's really clean and clear in the way that it comes forward and comes through. It leaves nothing to question. It's like an adamancy, but it's very refreshing and it's always done in a very sensitive but respectful and sincere manner and way. But like you just said, I saw creative people that if they were painting on the easel, often artists, once they paint the picture and they step back and look and they go, wow, I can't believe what I've done here. It's in, incredible. And it's just a really nice place. It's a placement within a person's self-righteousness or self-right to be able to allow what uniquely needs to come forward and through for them in that individual line. We step into that real innovative energy and it's a, just a different circuit that we all are capable of doing just sometimes some people choose to stay out of that circuit of creativity instead of staying in it. Do you think that from what you experience, Gail, and you have a lot of different people that come to visit you, do you think that that comes up due to fear or what creates that block there or, or makes them put that pause on, I guess? It would be fear, but when also people catch themselves listening to what it is that they're relaying through the intelligence, they then kind of get a little bit in awe of it and they almost stop the flow to decipher it, to process it, and they they go into that interval and then all of a sudden once they've processed it, they step back up into that vibration again and we just have to learn not to do that. We still know how in that moment to understand what's being said and foretold or what statements are coming forward and through and just letting it run freely and that's very much confidence-based, Vanessa. Anything in life is, is a confident-bearing tool. Even getting on riding a bike, once we develop our instincts of confidence, we never lose sight then of how to ride the bike, no matter how long it is between the times we ride it. Once that connection is made, we then never choose to maybe drop a silent line into that thread. We just allow it to become an instant part of ourselves in every aspect of our world and our life. It's just amazing how that comes together, isn't it, when you do step into that. And you've just been on your own personal journey in terms of that creativity line, Gail. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely, Vanessa. Well, I've just written a book and it's called A Healing Journey, Rediscover the Magic Within. And Vanessa, you've helped me immensely with that book. But there's many clients in my retreats and courses and just everyday clients have asked me, what my story is, what's the background to my story, how did all this connection come about, how did my abilities come forward and come through. So a few years ago, I sat down and started to write down information going back to my childhood and through different aspects of my world and my life. And also when I heard the guides being able to speak with me for the very first time, where I totally fully physically understood them. And it was amazing. So I've been on that path of writing this book for quite some years, Vanessa, probably six or seven. And it did go in the drawer for a few years. And then I brought it back out of the drawer last year or early last year with my eldest sister coming to stay. And we were talking about people writing books. And I said, well, I've actually put a little bit together, but I don't think I'm ever going to get to publish it. So I gave it to her. She asked me for it. It was in just a little exercise book and she started to read it and she said to me, oh my goodness, you need to get this published. And I was thinking, how do I go about doing that? Where do I begin? And I heard them clearly say, ring Vanessa. And I'm thinking, Vanessa, but Vanessa doesn't do editing a book. She doesn't, that's not where <laughs> she's at, she's a marker. And lo and behold, I, I followed through on what they asked me to do. And you said, Gail, I've actually been editing some books. And I asked you then, would you mind if I sent it through to you? 
for you to give me a professional understanding about where you feel we could go with the book or whether you were in a position to support me or help me to bring that to life. Well, you know, I've been keeping the whole book editing thing a bit of a secret, Gail, (laughs) but I think it might be out there now. (laughs) Yes, you can't keep that a secret, Vanessa. It's something that you do so sensationally well, but anything you put your hand to, you do extraordinarily well with. So you're certainly a very creative and talented lady, and I wouldn't have known where I would have been if that day I never heard them say to me, give Vanessa a call. And I'll think, Vanessa, okay. And I'm so glad I did because step by step, you've just walked me through the whole process of it in a very nice way and I'm not saying there wasn't moments I wobbled and thought oh my goodness where's all this going can I actually do this it felt really quite complicated and you were always there to reassure me just go by steps it's just easy just let us do this together and just keep that right common sense approach and it become a reality which is amazing. Well, it's an incredible, incredible thing to do, Gail, what you've done in terms of writing a book. And I think a lot of people out there say that they want to write a book. It's often that thing that we hear of people having on their bucket list. And I just think you should feel incredibly proud that you did it and you stuck through the process. It's a bit like peeling an onion back, isn't it? Yeah, very much. Yes. Look, very much so, Vanessa. It is like peeling an onion back. And I am glad that Everything is in sync and everything's in alignment. It's just like my sister Kath turning up last year to stay and her reading it, it was like set that ball back in motion again and thought, oh, okay, maybe there is something within this. I can certainly understand why people balk at it from time to time and not knowing what the initial steps are that you need to take. And you get in your head that you feel you're the one that's got to write it, edit it and do all these bits and pieces, in truth, you just come away from all of that. There's other people there that can support you and help you and you get guided. Just do the part that you know that you can do and let everybody else figure the rest of it out. And that's where you came in and you were just amazing with it. (laughs) Well, that's very sweet of you. Well, you still, you did, you wrote and channeled the bulk of that book. Do you want to tell our listeners who are tuning in today, Gail, a little bit about what the book is about? Because it's an incredible story that you've written. The book goes back to my childhood and when I was really young and I was in a large family in a small country town or small country village. And the book covers a lot about or a certain part one within my childhood and then it goes into different aspects in coming forward once I recognised the connection that I had with my guides or the one that knows is what I relate to within the book itself, which was the spirit guide and clearly how it started off with one client coming in the door, a young boy at the age of 12 and 13, 12 years of age and how I helped him significantly come through those trying times within his life and then from one client in that week the following week the numbers just grew and it just grew to where I am at today which is also global and we also run I also run courses and seminars and retreats also with my daughter Amy at times which is also a psychic medium but I also have my own private practice so it gives you information where I, in the book, have asked the guides a few questions about life and humanity and they've answered those questions in a really basic and balanced way, which I love dearly. They've also downloaded or given myself information about tools or practical skill sets that we can apply to ourselves that are also written within the book. It's kind of like a bit of everything within it's a memoir, but it also has the information that comes from the guides to do with different subjects within our worlds and our lives. Yeah, absolutely, Gail. It is. It's like that self-help 
beautiful blend of self-help almost or just re-tapping into that knowledge so people who read it can also rediscover that magic they've got within themselves and then also that beautiful insight at the beginning about your journey because you know you've got a pretty unique I want to say job but I know you probably don't you don't necessarily describe it as that being a psychic it's an interesting field of work which I can, I'm sure many people find extremely interesting to read about how that came about. I think the very thing in how I operate or work, Vanessa, is it's very refreshing and very unique in the way that it comes forward and comes through. And when a person has a private session with me, it can cover many aspects of that person's life and livelihood. And if there is also a person who has passed over that has knowledge and information to give, it naturally and authentically goes to that person also in as well. But if there is somebody still living in life, whether it be a friend or a family member that has information through the spirit connection for this person, I can also give them knowledge and information, the person that I'm sitting before, that they may need to have to benefit their confidence or to ground them or to give them the understanding of their own self-worth and their own true abilities in whatever skill set that they have within this world and this lifetime. I see it as such an incredible reward system that we all authentically work with and I feel very blessed every day that I have the tools that I have and I see it as each person that I sit before or that I'm with, whether it be in a group or individually, that just feel very blessed because some of those people I would never ever have met if I hadn't been doing this sort of work. And I know that there's a lot of stigma attached to the field and I think people get caught up in the too much of the Hollywood side of what psychics and psychic mediums are and it's actually very different. Most people or even new people that come in the door, quite often they say to me, how could you possibly know that information? Who have you run? Where have you gained this information from? And in the bookings, I never take anybody's surname. It's just really their first names and their own contact number. And I would never be able to remember doing research on anybody and remembering what somebody else would say to me about a person. And that's what they love because some people sit in and would like to be interactive and other people sit there, not say a word. And their response to me is, the first time I felt heard in my life without me even having to say a word. I feel comfortable that you know me and the design of where I'm at and where I'm going. And it's just incredible what that factual knowledge and information is that comes forward with these people. Because out there in life, so many people don't feel that they are heard. And in other times, we may have ideas and desires about what we would like to see come to fruition. And sometimes we're not game enough to be able to speak that to other people, even people that we love the most, through either concerns of being scoffed at or ridiculed or people saying, oh, yeah, really? Do you think you can do that? So I think when people come in and I can give them that knowledge and information in that free line, they just think, oh, my goodness, this is just authentic. This is real. I go, absolutely it is. Absolutely. It leaves nothing to doubt, leaves nothing to doubt, does it? And I've spoken, I mean, I, I've spoken to so many people and, and referred many people to you, Gail, because you've benefited so much in my own life personally and my family's life as well, which I'm so grateful for. But the only way I've ever been able to describe how you do what you do is it's almost like having sitting in front of someone and it's like they're talking to your soul. That's exactly right. And saying things back to you that only you know, that nobody else, like 
It might be, it can be the silliest things as well, like even some minor thought that you might have about a particular thing that then just gives that confirmation like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like, how is this happening? It's really quite incredible. Yes, it is. And people often say when I get to the end of it, have you got anything else on your list that I have not covered? And obviously they often say to me, you've read my list really well without me even taking it out of my bag or my wallet. And the things that you were talking to me about with <laughs> that I might have said or were thinking on my drive down or something that I said even a week ago. And it's just incredible. I just think it's a it's amazing how it functions. And I'm still in awe of that ability. And I still learn from it every day. Vanessa, with what I'm saying to other people and those tidbits that I gain as a human from that response. I think it's amazing. Well, you guides, I feel like I've definitely got to know your guides a little bit through the editing process of your book, Gail. I was saying to a friend the other day, what I think is being so beautiful is it's like the book, A Healing Journey, Rediscover the Magic Within. It's like it's got this, it's got its own healing essence in it. And every time I would go to work on it with you and edit it, it was like I was getting this beautiful mini healing through that process each and every time. It was just incredible. That's the benefit of bringing the book to life. Vanessa, it does have or it has been infused with a beautiful essence from those that know in spirit to the world and the physical world for anybody who picks up that book. It is a unique gain that they're going to gain from that because of the infused essence and energy within the book, which will never die down. It will never run out and which is part of the incredible part about it. It's an incredible, incredible piece. And I'm kind of saddened a little in some ways that it's been released now into the world because it's been such an incredible journey with you these last few months, getting ready to birth it out into the world. It's been a very exciting process, Vanessa, with you beside me each and every way. And I'm going to miss not having that connection of the book in that way with you, but I'm sure that there will be another and just so eternally grateful. No, it's been my absolute, absolute pleasure, Gail. I'm sure there might be people listening today that have always had that dream that they've wanted to write a book themselves or they might have wanted to, I don't know, it could be they wanted to do a pottery class or try their hand at painting or dancing or whatever it might be. What would you say to those people if they're feeling like they've got this barrier or they're holding themselves back in in some way? Use a positive affirmation, take a leap of faith and at least begin it and give it a go and see how you feel when you begin it and enjoy the very essence of what it is that you've accomplished. We complicate so much if we're not careful within our journey. We do all the, "Mm, wait, mm, am I sure? And sometimes we just need to take it in our stride. And there's an old saying, Vanessa, if there's no guts, there's no glory. And I think that's absolutely honest and true. We can sit on a line and we can plateau. And I think at times there's little inspirations that come along that make us do things a little bit out of our comfortability. And I do think it's very good for our soul. And I just would say to them, take that first step. Which you most definitely have now as well. Yes, I have. And I'm so grateful that I've done that, Vanessa. That it's not just in a sock drawer in side cupboard, beside my bed. It's actually out there in the world now. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you have any fears about releasing the book, Gail, or when you were writing it itself? To be honest, I would have, Vanessa. As I reflect back, I was not sure that the content of the book would be well received in the sense of the old saying, whether it was good enough. I think we all have a tendency to do that as humans or whether we were feeling that we were being, 
I was being silly in, in writing it. But I always heard the guide say to me that I have to write a book and it was really important that I was to have that approach to keep it basic but balanced in how I could move forward with it. So it did take a lot of strength, I would say, a lot of strength to make sure that I continued to implement that because there was moments that absolutely I would have stepped back out of it and just let it sit idle. But it came to life when it needed to and the people that needed to be aligned happened naturally like you, Vanessa. And that's the one thing with the guides and hearing them so clearly. They just prompt me and they just tell me and they guide me and they just don't allow me to get lazy in those aspects. And I just think we all just need to be true to ourselves and to find that extra little confidence that we all need to have to apply ourselves to different maybe understandings or alignments that are in our world and our life. And it can be also a bit of a discipline, I think, those sorts of things as well where if you and it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the process but it is a discipline to create in that the more you do it the better you get at it and the more it becomes part of your world and your life if you're going to the page every day if you feel that you need to be writing and being able to do that on a regular basis it just begins to flow more naturally I think. Yeah absolutely and I do think you absolutely have to pull on your strength of will and your self-discipline and your self-appreciation and go well I can either sit here and procrastinate about it and look forward and move forward in life and then look back and wish I'd had given it a go or I need to step into it give it a go and feel the joy of knowing that at least I tried it or I moved that very essence of it from being or becoming an idea to becoming a factual element of a response that I needed to apply to it. And I'm glad that I applied myself to it. But there was moments in moving forward within that book and writing that book, there was times absolutely I questioned what I was doing, most definitely. But I don't now and I'm glad. And other times I'd come back into it and I was was extremely enthusiastic. So I just feel just different topics, I guess, that was spoken about within the book was all a part of it as well. And some topics you feel comfortable with and others you feel a little bit out of your comfort zone. But they always reassured me that the support was there to keep following what my truth was and that it would all come to light when the time was right. And they were right because it did come to light. And it was thanks to yourself as well. And many people that have supported me, as in my family I'm talking about, and the lovely Giselle who works at work and both my daughters. Look, it just goes on and goes on, the thank yous. But in reality, it's you that we're kind of, and Kath, my sister Kath, but it was you that helped turn the corner to bring it forward into the reality for society. That's really sweet of you, Gail, to say that. Well, I am just so pleased that it's out there and I'm looking forward to continue to working to work with you. But I also would say to people, if you don't yet have your hands on this book, you better run to gailwarwick.com because the book is selling like wildfire. It is Gail's first book and it is an incredible read. As I said, every single time I went into those pages, I got a healing. So if you, especially at the moment, I think a lot of us have got a bit more time on our hands and are finding ourselves inside, I'd really encourage you to reach out and purchase that book. It's available at galwarwick.com for $19.95. So yeah, run because it's going to sell out very soon. I have no doubt. Gail, thank you so, so much for joining me today on the Right Remark podcast. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for the invitation. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. And please follow Vanessa on her podcast even now and to come. 
She's a sensational lady and please look up her business and she will help you and direct you to where you need to be. You're gorgeous, Gail. Thank you so much. Look, guys, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the Right Remark podcast. Next week, we are going to be talking about storytelling and bravery. I'm going to be chatting to an incredible woman who was able to overcome some amazing barriers of shame and fear and chronic pain and all kinds of things, and she's going to share her incredible story with us all. So you don't want to miss that one. If you've enjoyed this episode, and I really hope you have, please take just a couple of minutes to rate, review, and share this episode with your mates via the podcast app. Thanks everyone for your support and for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week.